0: star wars 7x7 episode 1173 the novel leia princess of alderaan by claudia gray is jam-packed with some amazing information including and certainly not the least of which is the fateful first meeting between leia and the future vice admiral of the resistance amelyn holdo punch it (laughs) chewy Hi, I'm Brian J. Jones, author of George Lucas A Life, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and I started reading Leia, Princess of Alderaan with some mixed feelings, I guess I should say. On the one hand... Absolutely thrilled to be reading it and very grateful to Disney Publishing for sending me a copy to check out. And Claudia Gray, all right, so far she's written some of the best work in the new canon between Lost Stars and Bloodline, so that in itself is reason enough to read it. And she's also been a fantastic portrayer of Princess Leia and has nailed the voice, and it's just absolutely a pleasure to read stuff about Leia as told through Claudia Gray's wonderful pen, wonderful keystrokes. And also, I just miss Carrie Fisher, right? So anything more of Princess Leia that I can drink up, and especially from such a great source as Claudia Gray, is absolutely wonderful to have. That being said, even despite the fact that there were things saying, oh yeah, there are going to be hints for The Last Jedi in this, you know, that's supposed to give us another excuse to actually read a story about Leia's early days. I have to admit, that, you know, without any knowledge of the book before I started diving into it, that I expected it to be probably more fluff than not, right? Like more on the order of, say, Weapon of a Jedi or Smuggler's Run or, oh gosh, it was the other one, Moving Target. Moving Target was specifically the Leia novel that was written during the Journey to the Force Awakens. So I was not necessarily expecting something as deep and rich as what I'm getting with Leia Princess of Alderaan and that isn't intended to be a knock on Claudia Gray by any stretch of the imagination because I wasn't really factoring the fact that it was her writing it into my presumptions in that regard you know but here's the thing I'm halfway through the book right now and we'll have a full review at the end of the week but I gotta tell you that this book is really a landmark book in the life of Princess Leia. They have really found like the right spot to be able to tell a story about Princess Leia. And the stuff that they're weaving in here so far is absolutely amazing. For a start, one of the things about The Last Jedi is that we're getting a picture of Amilyn Holdo, the character who's going to be played by Laura Dern in The Last Jedi. And she is absolutely not the person that you will expect and the funny thing of it is is that I watched the recent Twin Peaks series and Laura Dern actually appears in that and she is utterly hysterical she is probably the funniest thing in the whole series and I pretty much laughed every single time she had something to say it was absolutely astounding her performance was completely unexpected there too And that's, of course, considering the fact that most of her dialogue was absolutely and utterly profane. And also, there wasn't a lot of variety to it either, but somehow she just made it work. Anyway, that's not to spoil too much of Twin Peaks, if you intend on checking that out. But that being said... We've seen two photos, really, of Laura Dern so far. One where she looks absolutely and utterly graceful in that Vanity Fair photo shoot. And then we've seen another where she's shaking hands with Leia and there's a look of earnestness on her face. And knowing that she's a vice admiral, of course, right? There's a certain gravity that you think about her having, about her walking around with. And so that ends up being a really weird thing when you start to see Amelyn Holdo's character in Leia, Princess of Alderaan. It is utterly unlike that character that you're starting to build for yourself in your mind. She's actually much more like Luna Lovegood from the Harry Potter novels, if you know that character, or the movies for example. So far she's come off as more than a bit of a space cadet. And the hair color thing too It's changed a few times in her appearances in the novel, so there's that as well. Pablo Hidalgo had said that her choice of hair color for The Last Jedi was something that was, I believe the phrase was that had to do with uh, social customs on her home planet, but it's changing in, you know, multiple hues here in in the Leia Princess of Alderaan novel. So, I don't know whether that's something that just, you know, occurs naturally or whether that's something that she is changing her hair color specifically or what. That hasn't quite been explained yet. And I'm going to tell you the story of their first meeting here after the break. So stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. slash TFA. Welcome back. So let me set a little backstory here for you. Leia turns 16 at the beginning of the novel and has to participate in a ceremony called the Day of Demand, where she presents herself to the Queen of Alderaan, that of course would be her adoptive mother Brea, and demand that Brea acknowledge her rightful place as heir to the throne of Alderaan, to which in the ceremony. She's asked, well, you have to be fit in heart, body, and mind, and what are you going to do to prove it? And so Leia has to put, put forth three challenges, one to each, one to body, one to heart, and one to mind. And the body one is to climb a certain mountain on Alderaan, Appenza Peak. And that is where she meets Amelyn Holdo. It's as part of a pathfinding class that's set up by her mother for her and also some other members of the new Apprentice Legislature group that is heading to Coruscant to basically work on matters for the Imperial Senate that are of low-level importance but can still have a real-world impact. And among them is Amelin Holdo, who is going to be an apprentice legislator from the planet of gadalentia Uh, gadalenta g-a-t-a-l-e-n-t-a so we'll check the pronunciation on that at another point anyway here is the introduction of the two of them as leia is going through the class and meeting each student it says but then she got to someone who stopped her cold The student was human, a tall, gangly girl with a narrow face and long nose. Her hair was acid green, which meant that either she was from Illah or she really liked standing out. While the others mostly wore white gear with silver or orange reflective stripes, this girl wore a rainbow of bright colors that clashed so painfully, Leia had to fight the urge to squint. Her goggles were already strapped on, and they were of antique make, with pink lenses that curved out from the frames to an almost ridiculous degree. Although she'd obviously noticed Leia, she didn't introduce herself. She just stood there, staring and smiling. Hi, Leia began. I'm Leia Organa. of Alderaan." the girl said in a curiously even tone, like someone groggy after a bacta treatment. Her thinness and gawkiness reminded Leia of a marsh crane. Um, yeah, and you are? Amilyn Holdo of Galenta. The reply came in the exact same drawn-out monotone. Thank your mom for inviting me to the class. All right, good. She can make normal conversation. Maybe she just needs to warm up first. That's Leia internal monologue stuff. Then she says, Are you looking forward to trying pathfinding? Definitely. Amalyn's loopy grin widened. I hope it's dangerous. I want to get more comfortable with the nearness and inevitability of death. (laughs) And Leia's response is, Okay. And says, Leia froze her smile on her face by force of will while thinking there's no way she's handling my climbing ropes. And as they're going out to start ascending the peak, there's a note from the guide who's leading them out to make sure that everyone has a field generator. It's a generator that would respond to sudden changes in velocity with a small personal force field that would shield the wearer and prevent any falls, rock slides, or collisions from being fatal in theory anyway. And the novel says everyone was was duly equipped with one, even Amelin Holdo, who decorated hers with some kind of glitter. So yeah, this is absolutely not who I thought Laura Dern would be playing, so it's going to be really interesting to see how she evolves as a person over the years. That being said, there's more to tell about Amelie Holdo, and we will get to that in future episodes. But I'm going to stop it right here and say thank you very much for listening, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. Hey, before you get captured on Geonosis, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And we'd be spectacularly grateful if you put a little something in the tip jar at patreon.com slash SW7x7. It's not a separatist trick, it's destiny unleashed.